time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Thanks for being here on the Retirement Roadmap today. Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller. I'll drive the bus. Glenn will give us the great guidance and advice in the financial world. He is a registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro on Mears Chapel Road. That's where the office is. Glenn offers educational workshops and courses throughout Greensboro and the surrounding areas as well. You want all sorts of information, you can find it online, greensbororetirement.com. Required minimum distributions, our topic today, or RMDs for short. And it's funny, Glenn, because a lot of people aren't clear on exactly why RMDs exist. Explain for us what, you know, the, the skinny on what RMDs are here out of the gate, and also why are people required to withdraw from their savings at a certain age, which is what these RMDs are all about. Sure. Well, obviously, Walter, you know, the RMD, or Required Minimum Distribution, what we're talking about there is is having to take money out of an account. And what we're really talking about is, is the retirement-based accounts, right? I mean, you're typically talking about your IRAs, your 401ks, those pre-tax dollars that you put away, you know, while you were in your working years and you were saving for retirement. And what you, you know, what you had as an advantage when you were putting those dollars into that account was is that you did not pay taxes on those dollars as you put them in. And the agreement with this account is, is that you will pay taxes when you take it out of the account. And then, of course, whatever has happened inside of the account, and if it's grown, then you're going to also you know, pay taxes on the growth at the same time as, as you take the money out. And so the, the basic you know, philosophy or the, the structure of the way these accounts work is, is that the government gives you that tax break in the early years, and then they say, okay, well, you saved it for retirement. We're deferring this money into the future or postponing the taxes. And so we gave you that tax break knowing that you were planning to take the money out. And so if you don't start taking it out by at least 70 and a half, then they're going to mandate it. And that's why we have what's called the required minimum distribution. And so, you know, if folks haven't started drawing from those accounts before that point, they must start taking it out by that time. You know, and then then we get into the rules of that. And they are pretty serious about wanting to make you take that money out. You have to make sure that you understand how that works. Otherwise, it's very easy to make mistakes. I always talk about these types of accounts, these pre-tax dollar accounts or the IRAs, 401ks. They're tax infested, right? I mean, they're full of taxes. And so we have to make sure that we draw it out properly. We know that we have to take our money out at 70 and a half is when the start is. If you do that and you follow the rules, then you're going to be just fine. You know, when you start off taking money out, we start off just a little bit less than 4% of the account value. And then over time, you know, the percentage of the account value that has to be withdrawn each year is actually increases, you know, little by little each and every year. And the calculation is that goes into that is you look at the account value on December the 31st of the previous year, and then you look and see how old you are. And when we plug that information into the required minimum distribution calculator, and then we know exactly how much you have to take out of the account as you're going through that year or that tax year. So interesting to look at at RMDs. And I think a lot of people, their initial reaction, Glenn, is probably to say, all right, well, uh, what if I don't want these? Is there anything I can do to avoid having to take them? Can I just ignore these or or not have to deal with them in any way? What's the What's the answer to that reaction? So as my father always told me, he says, you can do whatever you want to, but if you do something that you're probably not supposed to, then there are going to be consequences, right? Yeah. And so the consequences of not taking your required minimum distribution are pretty stiff. 
if you don't take out your required minimum distribution, then what happens is, is that there's a tax penalty. And that tax penalty, as I said, is pretty harsh. It's, it's 50% of what you were supposed to have taken out plus the tax. And if you go if you go multiple years, you can also even have scenario where you've got interest on that too, or, or, or tax penalty. So it's very very um, important that you make sure you take out those required minimum distribution, and you dot all the i's and you cross all the t's, and that you're working with somebody who understands how IRAs work and and you know when the money has to be taken out, and also on the tax side, obviously you want to make sure that it's getting recorded on the tax return properly so that you're getting credit for when you're taking that out. Certainly what's going to happen is is that when the company that's holding your money or or what we would normally would call the custodian, you know, whoever's holding your IRA or your 401k, when they make a distribution to you, they're going to send you a 1099 in the following January and they're also going to send a copy of that to the IRS and so the IRS knows how much was taken out and so do you, and then you have to report it and make sure that the proper amount of tax was paid. And also, if there's nothing taken out of the account and they know that that account exists, well, then you, you're in that situation where, why didn't you take your required minimum distribution? And then we start looking at those those penalties if you're not following the rules. All good advice, I think, on today's program with Glenn Mosseller. And Glenn, what would be some of the risks that I would face if I didn't plan in advance for RMDs. I just kind of wait until they're upon me and then, you know, all right, I'll just take them as they come. What am I missing out on not planning for those things in advance? As I always say, it, it kind of depends on, on your particular situation. I meet with lots of folks and they, they have different accounts and they, they have different resources. And and I always suggest is like when we're sitting down and we're, and we're looking at, you know, what type of accounts do you have? We kind of take inventory. And if there's these the pre-taxed accounts, the IRAs and the 401ks, that needs to become part of the, the income plan and the spending plan and the tax plan. And we have to make sure that we're looking at and saying, hey, you know, are we taking out the appropriate amount of money throughout that's planned and makes sense? A lot of times folks think in terms of, well, I'm just going to keep pushing this off and pushing this off and pushing this off until I have to. And what ends up happening in that, in that scenario is, is there are situations where you create a little bit of a tax problem for yourself. And maybe if had you planned differently, say, for instance, if you, you, know, you have Social Security and, and you took it earlier and then you push off you know, taking money out of your, out of your IRA. Well, I mean, for some folks, that might end up being the right strategy. But one thing we have to realize is, is that if we do that, we're probably going to be needing more money later because Social Security was you know, turned on at an early age. That means it's going to be a smaller benefit. That means we're going to need more other money later on. And, you know, lo and behold, that's when we look at how Social Security becomes subject to taxation. It's based on how much other income you have. So we look at that and we look at all the other resources. Do you have any, any non-qualified accounts? Meaning that you've got, these are monies that you've already paid taxes on. That might be a bank account or a regular brokerage account. And there might be a way to put the spending plan or the income plan together in such a way that you're drawing money out of your IRA a little bit sooner than when you just get to 70 and a half. There's planning opportunities there to keep you in lower tax brackets, maybe Roth conversion strategies, maybe some of those legacy planning strategies that we've talked about in, in prior podcasts. But we don't want to just let it just happen on us. We want to be planning in advance and know, well, how much are we likely to have to take out and what are going to be the tax ramifications of that? And is there a better way for us to do that and start taking money sooner? Or is it better for us to wait later? And 
again, sometimes it is better to go ahead and wait till 70 and a half, but there are a lot of cases where it makes sense to start drawing money out sooner. And what I suggest to folks is, is let's really delve into what your particular situation is and let's make sure that you're as efficient as you possibly can be because I have yet to meet anybody who wants to send extra money to Uncle Sam. Almost everybody that I, that I sit down with and I ask them, what, is, what are some of your biggest concerns? And taxes is near the top of the list, if not at the top of the list for most people. And of course, when we're talking about accounts that have not yet been taxed, we really have to plan out how are we going to access those funds. All things that are important to consider, no doubt about it. Now, if somebody doesn't need the money from their RMDs in their income, Glenn, what do you suggest that they end up doing with that money that they're then forced to withdraw? What are some options that people would have? Well, Walter, I mean, again, it kind of depends on our overall plan, right? And, And what are our priorities? You know, for some people, they're going to maybe they don't have quite as much in their emergency fund as they would like to have. So maybe they're going to take a little time and build that back up. Or possibly um, if they don't have a big legacy that they want to leave to, you know, to kids and grandkids, maybe they'll put some of that into a reinvestment plan. There's going to be other times where we might use it to purchase life insurance to to possibly leave a larger legacy down the line or possibly to help in terms of the tax burden in the future. Because I think most people understand and realize that the life insurance, you know, has uh, the death benefit is tax free. If we have an account that's going to you know, create a lot of taxes in the future, sometimes you know, it's a good strategy to look and say, hey, maybe we can you know, kind of put these two things together in one strategy of saying, OK, well, what we're going to do is we're going to buy some tax free money in the future to offset some of the taxes that are going to come out of another account later. And that's one strategy that's a really useful strategy if we're really trying to make sure that we're guarding against you know, paying excess taxes and, and really making sure that we can leave extra monies to our kids and grandkids if that's important to you. Can you give us an example, Glenn, about how you help somebody plan around RMDs and their retirement income plan when they maybe weren't thinking about it before coming in to meet with you? Sure. I mean, Walter, I mean, well, one really important thing is is that when, when we start looking at taxes, obviously that's a major part of these types of accounts. And depending upon when folks are retiring, you know, say for instance, I, I've had a number of people who are you know, around 65, 66, you know, when they're really going to pull the, uh, the trigger and say, okay, it's time to retire. Well, now we've got maybe four or five years before we hit 70 and a half. And if we have substantial amounts of money sitting in those accounts, there are planning opportunities there. Sometimes it's doing, you know, Roth conversions. Sometimes it's just, you know, moving money out. Like I say, if we want to build up, you know, an emergency fund that we know that it's not going to be subject to taxation later. And we want to really manage and look at what's your future tax brackets going to look like and what is your what is your tax um, implications going to be if we draw it now or draw it later. And invariably, we'll find opportunities if we're planning in advance. And if we've got four or five years to plan and there's substantial balances there, I don't know how many times we've done that where we where we started a little bit of a, a plan. So, you know, the basic essence is, is we're trying to move money through the tax system at the lowest rate we possibly can and move it to a place where the taxes have already been paid and then there'll be no more taxes in the future on those dollars. And that's a big strategy that I always try to employ as, as much as possible, particularly when folks are you know, in their mid-60s when they're retiring, because there's a window of time that, that's going to be closing. And once you reach 70 and a half, it becomes more difficult because you're forced to take money out and it's forced income. And anytime you're forced to do something, some of your choices you know, go away. Yeah, it's so interesting to see the different moving pieces of a financial plan 
RMDs often get overlooked, but as you've heard, the consequences of doing so, I don't want to try and, you know, over-dramatize this, but, you know, there's big consequences if you don't plan for these things properly. And so you've got to make sure that you're, this seems to me, Glenn, like one of the things you've just got to make sure that you're crossing all your T's and dotting all your I's, right? Oh, there's no doubt, Walter. I mean, when when we're talking about taxes and, and how the rules work and whatnot, I mean, I think everybody understands that, you know, the IRS is is the IRS and there's, yeah. and there's the rules are what they are. I mean, I don't think people should be intimidated by the IRS, but they also have to realize that that they expect the rules to be followed. And, and so we need to know what those rules are and we need to play the game, you know, by the rules. And, um, you know, that means strategy needs to come into play and make sure that we're doing everything that we can do to be as efficient as we can, make sure that we're that we're making sure that we're taking the, the distributions that are required, we're paying the taxes that we have to pay. But if there's opportunities to try to minimize taxes in the future by doing some planning, you know, a few years in advance, well, certainly we should engage in that. At the very least, we want to explore that and realize what decisions are we making. And, and we want to be basing our decisions on facts of knowing what we're deciding on rather than just saying, well, I'm just going to push that off and we'll worry about that later. That's kind of the, one of the worst things you can do is, is is to push things off and just kind of not, you know, stick your head in the sand and not think about it. You know, you might ultimately end up deciding to, to defer a little longer, but you want to be making that decision based on, like I say, information and facts rather than just, well, I guess I'll just do that. It's never a good idea to make a decision without really evaluating and doing some analysis as to what's the right thing and, and what are going to be the ramifications of, of taking one set of choices versus another. All important things to consider. And again, here's what you need to do. If you haven't considered RMDs in your financial plan, call 336-291-3535 to reach Glenn Mosseller and the team at Roadmap Financial Consulting, 336 291 3535. You can also find him online at GreensboroRetirement.com. Again, that's GreensboroRetirement.com. At the bottom of the page, you'll even see a link where you can click on free consultation and uh, set up your time to meet with Glenn and the team. You can also listen to past podcasts on the website as well, GreensboroRetirement.com, or you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Lots of different ways that you can get the podcast, access it, and stay in touch with us using that resource. Again, our topic today, required minimum distributions. Hopefully that is helpful. If you have any questions at any point in time, on the podcast, feel free to reach out to Glenn at those previously mentioned routes. You can ask your questions. We're happy to answer them. On the next podcast, we're going to talk about what it looks like to change financial advisors, whether you've realized it's just time to move on from your current advisor, or maybe you haven't even thought about this before, but there might be reasons why it's good to change a financial advisor. What should you look for when you're doing that? Uh, we'll tackle that conversation and that topic on the next Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Thanks so much for listening.